welcome to the Heart of Our Country Day. I'm your host, James L. Lee, and on this show, we're going to be talking about art inside Charlotte Country Day and how it functions and also what are the differences. And at Charlotte Country Day, there's no one better to talk to Mr. Tom Delaney. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Mr. Delaney on Art Inside Charlotte Country Day. Okay, so I'm here with Miss Patel. And what's your favorite art you like to do? My favorite form of art is dance. I started when I was very little because I was told that it was something that girls do, but then as I started to do it, I realized that it was a coping mechanism. I was able to express my emotions, I was able to um, pretty much make music come alive. And that was my favorite type of art to make people see because I wasn't allowed to like speak about it. I showed it through movement and creativity. Mr. Ali, what's your favorite form of art you like to do? My favorite form of art that I like to do is abstract painting. Uh, I usually do abstract painting um, as a way to just kind of escape, decompress. Um, it's no stress involved. Um, I'm listening to my music and I'm painting freely and whatever comes to me at that time comes to me. This fall day of 2022, I'm sitting down in our Charlotte Country Day recording studio with our art department chair, Mr. Tom Delaney. Mr. Delaney is a husband and a father of one. He's been teaching at Charlotte Country Day for 10 years, and he's been teaching at art for 25 years. He has been one crazy journey to be one of the top 100 artists in Texas for three years in a row, for the Hunting Art Prize in Houston. Thank you for joining me today, Mr. Delaney. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, being the art department chair, can you describe the visual arts here at Charlotte Country Day? Sure. The Upper School of um, Visual and Performing Arts, or what we call the Upper School of Fine Arts Department, is, is really an amazing team of teachers. And uh, what we do, especially in, like, if you just want to know about the visual arts, We've got sculpture, we've got photography, which is called design here, and we've got 2D. So it's fantastic teachers, fantastic programs, and kids keep coming back, so we must be doing something right. That's good. Um, so you had one great journey being an artist for 25 years. How did you get into art? I think as as soon as I could crawl, I was crawling over to either like a crayon box or picking up a pencil and, and marking on something that most likely was going to be mm -hmm. the wall. So anytime I had the opportunity to uh, to make marks, to, to make my mark, um, I would. So my mom and my dad both did a lot of drawing, but from different angles. My dad was an engineer. My mom was started with art, but then she went on to like social services, mm -hmm. uh, but it was, hey, if you want to express yourself, get out there and try it. Mm, that's good. Um, so doing art, like, what motivates you for your personal, like, previous art artworks and for the future? I want to say something about, you know, what, whatever is in my head or in my heart. If I look and I see, like, um, kind of connections, I want to draw attention to that connection. Okay. Like lately, I've been really interested in birds. I went out to the North um, Carolina Raptor Center. Mm -hmm. If you haven't been out there, it's a pretty amazing place. But they do. It's, a, it's rehabilitation for injured raptors like owls and vultures and hawks and all sort of other raptors. 
So they're already helping, and the, you're looking at these birds that normally you wouldn't even get close to, mm. right? You see fly over, or they're perched on a uh, somewhere off in the distance. And so the the more it's been out there, the more I got to to look at them. It's like here, like this, they're so still, but everything about them wants to fly, wants to go. And it kind of made me feel a little sad because a lot of them can't fly because of an injury or something like that. So I started thinking about like that 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 contrast between what you want to do, but you can't necessarily do it. And so I started making sculptures, and then that led to some drawings and some other things. And uh, I've been pretty successful at that. Okay, that was that was very interesting. Um, so for me, uh, I understand for when I first asked you the question, you say you just like to like mark on stuff, like mm-hmm. when you were little. That's kind of like for me, like I like to draw and paint for fun. Um, so for your classes, how do you give students feedback without in a way, crushing their creativity. Sure. I think that's a big deal. First of all, it's it's a little bit different based on the different levels. Like if you're just coming into a class, you just want to figure out at least like the steps to make something look like kind of what you're thinking about, right? So mm-hmm. there guidance on technique, uh, guidance on like making different choices about elements of principles of art, and then talking about the subject, like what, a, what do you want to say and how can we say it? And a lot of times it takes more than just like the first idea that you have. So I work with the students and give them a project that kind of guides kind of an introduction to a technique. And then they get the opportunity a little bit later on to like to express themselves through that technique. What I hope I do is encourage them rather than discourage them. Mm-hmm. Like if, if we have a particular goal, like we want to draw the thing that's right in front of us, right? If that's our goal, then there are some techniques and some approaches that kind of we, we buy into as a, as a group, a student and teacher, like, okay, let's make that thing look like this. It gets a little bit more subjective and open-ended if your idea isn't necessarily tangible. If, like you want to you know, express something or make something that doesn't really exist and like and just like copy what you see. Mm-hmm. Now that's a little bit harder, but there are, as a teacher, you know, there are ways to guide instead of discourage. And hopefully that's what I'm doing. Well, for me, I believe you are doing a fantastic job at telling your students to just go at it, you know? like I hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe you are. But that also brings me to, like, my next question towards, like, your students or to anybody at that matter. Can anyone be artistic or are you just born with it? I think that's a, that's a tough question, but the way I've feel about it is everybody's got creativity mm. like for instance if if um if you would ask everybody or you go down to like the lower school mm. all kids draw yeah all kids sing mm-hmm. all kids get up on stage and you know do something express themselves mm-hmm. so everybody has a vocabulary mm-hmm. and a good example of oftentimes if you ask somebody to say their ABCs, mm-hmm. chances are they're, they're going to sing A, B, C, D. It's yeah. Like, like I said, say, but mm-hmm. you're saying it, right? So at some point that everybody's got that kind of like creative intention. Now what you do with that afterwards is, you know, that creativity is like water. It just fills whatever container you give it. So if that creativity becomes like, a, looks like an engineer or a doctor or a veterinarian, that's, that's different. Okay. Right. That's like the different container, but it's like how you approach it. You can be like really creative about something. Right? Okay. So for art, you can approach it any way possible and you can grut it. 
Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, so I think to be clear, I think people, some people might be born with like a predilection to express themselves in okay. a way that we call like visual art, or okay. like, like theater art or music art. Um, others can pick it up because I've, I've seen even like adults, they take a class and then all of a sudden they're on fire because they're like, oh, this is the best thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Learn to paint or draw something and they get better. It's like there's a, there's that the fire burning in you. And yeah. like that, the answer is the way to, you don't really want to put it out. You just want to kind of keep it going. Yeah, like kind of grow at it. Exactly. Okay. So if everybody just said you're born with something, that really kind of takes everybody else like further down the road in their life out of question, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think it's that cut and dry. You're listening to The Heart of Art at Charlotte Country Day. It seems like artists have like kind of a big role in society, but I just want to make sure I have the full, I get the full picture of that. So how are artists essential? Like what role do they play in society? Oh, that's a tough question. I mean, I teach art history so I could approach it from like what artists have done throughout history. History, yeah. sure. But I think today, uh, the artists have that ability to make something that's tangible, sort of like a miniature time machine. Okay. Like that idea stops and stops us in a moment, and we can reflect on like universal themes just pass through a personal lens. Mm -hmm. Right? So if somebody is saying, hey, with their artwork, and it's like an invitation to stop, pause, and consider a different perspective. Mm -hmm. That's valuable. Okay. So in some ways, artists are innovators. Mm -hmm. In some ways, they are sort of talking about like social, emotional, political type of things. Sometimes they're just agents of beauty, and they're, it's like, oh, that's a beautiful moment, and let's capture it. Okay. Uh, sometimes it's there's even you know a commercial component too. Mm. That's got to be a, that's got to be part of it. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of one big part of it, to be honest. Right. What do you think? Well, I mean, art, I mean, from what, I mean, since my dad is an artist and for as long as I can remember, I feel like art plays a really big role because from when I last interviewed him, he said art can pretty much, like, it can express motion, like mm -hmm. express your emotion. And it can express a lot of other things about you and who you are so i think the more you go at it the more you grow at it so to me i feel like artists are pretty much a big essential to our society considering mm -hmm. the fact that they can help you know mental problems they can kind of change somebody there's there's just a bunch of ways to to go about it and say about it so so artists are kind of like multi-tools right they yeah like like you need a screwdriver, okay, it's in there. You need a you know, flathead. Yeah. You know. Whatever you need, art is there to help you and guide you. Right. So why do you think we don't see more of it? You know, a lot of times people say, oh, you know, art is just for the wall, it's for the gallery, it's for the museum. That probably because that's what, I guess that's what they're, like, used to seeing or what, like, what people usually say about it. I mean, art is just more than just painting and drawing right. and writing. Right. I mean, but they won't know that unless, you know, someone like, like me or you or anybody in um, Hence Fine Arts can tell them or guide them to that. 
like if we were to introduce them to art at this school it could probably help for a lot of things that sure. they're going through or it could just be for fun you know just get them away for everything so that's why i kind of think right going off of that um how like how do you encourage people who are hesitant oh well you can if you're gonna get wet you can tip your toe in or you can just jump in yeah so the different um art will meet you wherever you meet it right mm -hmm. so for those people who would, would like to try something new um to give you an idea we have coffee house mm -hmm. right so coffee house performing arts mm -hmm. we've had people's um, students step up as seniors who like to perform. They get a like standing ovation. Everybody mm -hmm. loves them. They did a great job. And even if you miss a, a beat or two or have to go back and repeat it, it's okay. It's a safe space to make a mistake. Afterwards, they say, I wish I'd tried this earlier. Yeah. Right? So it's being kind of fierce and uh, giving yourself a chance to step out. Because I've seen students go from like, like a coffee house and they try. Maybe their voice is cracking a little bit. Maybe in a year or two, we see them up on stage in a, mm -hmm. in a musical, right? Mm. So same thing with with students who try and they show their work in the art gallery, right? Mm -hmm. So visual artists, you try it. Maybe it, do, it doesn't turn out perfect, but it's going to be better than, than never trying at all. Yeah. Right? So kind of like a leap of faith. Yeah. So leap of faith, believing in yourself, believing in, in the teachers, putting some trust out there. And, but it's kind of hard. Those kind of creative risks are hard because you have to put that idea out. And you don't have a, after you make it, there's a certain level of control that you give up because anybody could say anything about it, right? Mm. So there's a little bit of vulnerability there. Yeah. So some people might be thinking, like, why would I put myself out like that? Mm -hmm. But think of the risk of what you might be missing. Yeah, like what you could achieve. Exactly. Mm. So you don't know until you try it. Yeah. And it's not to say that taking an art class any arts doesn't mean that you're going to be an expert in it, but it might open your eyes to the different ways of looking at things. Like if you were learning how to be more creative, what if that what if that helped you as like somebody in finance or a doctor? Okay. Right? So yeah. where you look at, at the problem in a slightly different way, then that creativity might, you know, save money or even save a life. And where did it come from? The opportunity to engage with looking at things and observing deeply and looking at things and from different angles and considering what if okay so the the arts i mean there are other classes beyond just like the fine arts department that can help with that but i think that's this kind of why we're here is to help you take those creative risks and see what could be okay well i mean i've learned a lot just from this like 14 15 minute podcast art is just more than it's just more than paintings and drawings it's a way to express yourself in different ways that you never thought you could. Um, it's all about believing yourself. It's all about growing as a person. And, and it's also all about just like exploring yourself in a way. Exactly. Because if you do that and you get to know a little bit more about yourself and that you're taking that type of risk, maybe be a little kinder, a little bit more understanding to the next person when you see them trying the same thing. Mm. Because it's it's easy to sit down and do nothing and, yeah. just, and judge from a distance. It's hard to get up and, and get going mm -hmm. and uh, engage in it. Yeah. And you might fall down a little bit, but I think it was, you know, like, it's not really a failure if you keep going and you keep improving. All, all that's just temporary until you get to where you need to be. And it might surprise you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to The Heart of Iron Shot Country Day. Special thanks to, to Mr. Tom Dilling for coming out on this podcast with me. This is a production of Shaw Country Day School's Classical Kick. 
I'm your host, James Utley, and I'll see you around Charlotte Country Day. During photography, what do you like most about being a photographer? I like being able to capture the different aspects of nature. What do you like most about being a photographer? I like that I can express the way I feel through pictures and images. 